and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with a Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 14, no thing and now here. Here begins what Lin Yutang calls Book 3, The Imitation of Tao. Lao Tzu seems to be reminding us of the unnameable and mystic quality of the Tao in this verse. I feel like he's saying, before we begin, let's remember the eternal nature of the Tao. So what makes this verse different than verse 1? Well, verse 1 seems to describe the Tao at a very high level. And this verse does too. But here we experience the Tao a little more since we've learned a great deal in the preceding chapters. The main takeaway in this verse seems to be the concepts of the nothing and the nowhere, but pronounced as the no thing and the now here. As we did in the fourth episode, Getting Comfortable with Infinity, we're going to do a short guided meditation in the practical application part of this one. You shouldn't listen to this part of the episode if you're driving or operating heavy machinery. All right, so let's get on with it. Verse 14. Look, it cannot be seen. It is beyond form. Listen, it cannot be heard. It is beyond sound. Grasp, it cannot be held. It is intangible. These three are indefinable. Therefore, they are joined in one. From above it, it is not bright. From below, it is not dark. An unbroken thread beyond description. It returns to nothingness, the form of the formless, the image of the imageless. It is called indefinable and beyond imagination. Stand before it, and there is no beginning. Follow it, and there is no end. 
Stay with the ancient Tao. Move with the present. Knowing the ancient beginning is the essence of Tao. That's verse 14 of the Tao Te Ching, translated this time by Jia Fu Feng and Jane English. Next, let's break it down. This verse has three parts to it, and we'll take each part one idea at a time. Part one is where we talk about the invisibility and audibility and intangibility of the Tao, or all the nothings grouped into one category, which is called the Tao. Part two talks about the nothing or the no thing. And part three says that the primordial Tao is experienced now. So let's look at this real quick here. Um, so first we're saying, look, it cannot be seen, it can't be heard, can't be held. And these three are indefinable. Therefore, they're joined in one. So that's kind of the first part there. And now the second part is where we start defining the no thing or the nothing. It's not bright above it. It's not dark below it. It's an unbroken thread. It returns to nothingness, the form of the formless. This is all like saying what it's not, right? And in so doing, we define it. <laughs> okay, so and then the third part um, says here, and this is actually really great um sort of like an awesome conclusion of this verse because uh, we'll talk about it a little later, but using the power of the present um, to tap into this ancient source. So, so, so we're saying stand before it and there's no beginning, follow it and there's no end. Stay with the ancient Tao and move with the present. And we finish this up by saying knowing the ancient beginning is the essence of Tao. Okay, so to wrap that up, let's remember that verse 14 has three parts to it. Part one talks about the invisibility, the inaudibility, and intangibility of the Tao. And in fact, we group all those three things together into one Tao. Part two kind of talks a little bit more about the nothingness or the no-thingness of the Tao. And part three in this verse says... Well, look, this Tao is actually unchanging, and so if we observe it the way it was primordially, we can still make use of that right now. Okay, so let's put that back together. I'll read verse 14 again. Look, it cannot be seen. It is beyond form. Listen, it cannot be heard. It is beyond sound grasp. It cannot be held. It is intangible. These three are indefinite. Therefore, they are joined in one. From above, it is not bright. From below, it is not dark. An unbroken thread beyond description. It returns to nothingness. The form of the formless. The image of the imageless. It is called indefinable and beyond imagination. Stand before it, and there is no beginning. Follow it, and there is no end. Stay with the ancient Tao. Move with the present. Knowing the ancient beginning is the essence of Tao.
Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considering the no thing and the now here. There are three things. Number one is how the Tao is like a shadow. Number two is that the Tao is always in motion from nothing to something and back. And number three, the Tao is now. How the Tao is like a shadow. Can't see it, can't hear it, can't touch it. And yet it's the thing that's responsible for the known universe and beyond. A statement like this, even in 2020, will get you filed away as someone who's lost it. Imagine what it would have been like for Lao Tzu. (laughs) Trying to name something that eludes all senses seems on the surface like an exercise in futility, doesn't it? But for us, we happy humans who have had a beautiful introduction to the Tao thus far, we can glimpse, if even for a fleeting moment, the invisibility, the inaudibility, and the intangibility of this all-pervasive force. We looked at verse 12, the one that talks about inner vision. It was obvious from that verse that fulfillment only of the corporeal and egoistic senses are pretty unfulfilling. It's only when we discover the Tao through our inner vision that we become awakened to this seeming no-thing or nothing. And really, all we can do at our very best is to talk about it, hint at it, say what it's not, and in so doing, only get a feel for the Tao's negative. I like to compare this to the idea of a shadow of something. The shadow itself only indicates what is causing it. Try to capture a shadow, and you'll come up empty every time. A shadow is a negative of what's actually creating it. So it's kind of like a negative indicator. It reveals what's not there. We can observe the shadow, but the shadow is actually the absence of light. How can we see the absence of light? We can't hear a shadow, nor can we touch it. But it's there. We can sense it, can't we? And we even have a name for it, but when we pause to consider what it actually is, we really can't pin it down. And I feel like this is similar to the Tao. When we consider that the Tao is like a shadow in this verse, we realize that the shadow is actually nothing. We can go a little further now and call it a no-thing. And the Tao that Lao Tzu refers to in this verse is very much like that, a no-thing. So, Let's now look at a few more facets of this unnameable, unsensible thing, or no thing. The Tao is always in motion from nothing to something and back again. Okay, so in the Shi Fu Feng and Jane English translation, in the second part, they say it returns to nothingness the form of the formless. So there's this idea of motion. In the Lin Yutang translation, Lao Tzu is quoted as saying, unceasing, continuous, it cannot be defined, and reverts again to the realm of nothingness. And those two translations are what we'll talk about here. Lao Tzu hints at this always moving idea, and we'll see him talk about it again in future verses. Verses 16 and 25 are a couple that come to mind. It's the idea that the Tao is always in motion, always bringing things from the unmanifest 
into the manifest or some things from the no things. Like where does an idea come from when it pops into our heads? Sometimes they just show up with no indication of how they got there. That's a quick example of the unmanifest becoming manifest. It's easy enough to observe ever-changing things in our world. The water cycle is one example that I like to use. Water is always changing form, from liquid to vapor, to liquid, sometimes a solid, and over and over again, we see this. Water is always changing states. I also like to use trees as an example. If you live in a temperate climate zone, no doubt you've observed trees blossom in the spring, defoliate in the autumn, and repeat this cycle every year, as is with a Tao, only on another level. The Tao makes it possible to create. Things are created, and after a time, the Tao allows whatever has been manifested to return to the nothingness again. This cycle is so beautifully captured in the yin-yang symbol, I feel. It seems to always be in motion from yin to yang and back again. Lao Tzu stresses living in harmony with the Tao. Okay, so what does that look like here? Well, to borrow a little from the Buddhists, I think the best way we can apply this is to avoid attaching to impermanent things, thoughts, feelings, or circumstances. What's an impermanent thing? Well, the dwelling where I live, for example. Or that sentimental object that I would never dream of throwing away. The idea that I've left my mark in the world, maybe. These are things that hold value for us, but the thing is they too will disintegrate and cease to exist in their current forms eventually. But we don't think of that right away. We usually want to give them some sort of meaning, which eventually ends up defining us. And it's in that moment when we are defined by objects or ideas that we become attached to impermanent things. Now the question arises, okay, since everything is impermanent or always in motion and I attach to everything, but you're telling me that I shouldn't. So how am I going to avoid that? Well, Lao Tzu does not disappoint on this as he gives us a clue in the final part of this verse, which is why it's so nice. He says that we can use all of this to experience the doubt in the present, which we'll look at presently. The Tao is now. Jia Fu Feng and Jane English translate. Stay with the ancient Tao. Move with the present. Knowing the ancient beginning is the essence of Tao. In the last part of this verse, we're introduced to the idea of this huge time sweep. Like before there was time to this very moment. <laughs> That's a lot of time, right? <laughs> That's all there is. The Tao is always changing, which means that it's the only thing that is permanent. Just like the popular expression, change is the only constant. Let's hold on to this idea for a moment. Since the Tao is permanent, that means that its nature hasn't changed in forever. So we can use the primordial Tao to manage affairs and life right now. There's this quality of timelessness that Lao Tzu references, and I really like it because it pulls this whole verse together. 
if part one talked about the invisible and part two talked about the always in motion aspect, then part three says it's eternal and just as applicable now as it was since before the beginning. Kind of a cool remix on that whole getting comfortable with infinity idea we explored in verse four. In my interpretation, the bottom line is that we are invited to experience the Tao in the only place it can ever be, the eternal now or the now here. If you look at the words themselves, now and here, see the pair of words in your head. Okay, now smush them together and you get the word nowhere. Nowhere and now here. They kind of go together, don't they? There's a book at this point that I'd like to recommend. One that got me intimately familiar with the now. And the title is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. If you haven't read it, I'd totally recommend it. In the book, Eckhart Tolle imagines the idea of now from different angles. The main idea is that yesterday is gone, tomorrow's never here, so we've really only got the present moment. Now, this book doesn't have anything to do with the Tao Te Ching. It's just one of those extra little tools that I've picked up along my way. I am not necessarily advocating that anyone become a student of Eckhart Tolle. I'm just pointing out that it was useful for me. Just like the Tao, the present moment is not really observable. And <laughs> just like the Tao, the present moment is always in motion. And just like the Tao, the present moment is the only eternity we will only experience. So, the Tao is now. If we can't use it yesterday, and we can't use it tomorrow, we must use it and be in harmony with it right now. Which is certainly a challenge. Ever-present mindfulness is, at least for me, one of those things that's so simple, yet seems like I'll never be able to do it 100% of the time. Of course, I can't say that's impossible, but for a human like me, I think it'll take a lifetime to practice, which I'm okay with and I actually like. I like the idea of having something I can never master because it means that I can always go further, push harder, try more, and experience more of it. I encourage you to contemplate the present moment and see how you might incorporate the idea of mindfulness into your life. Like I said, I haven't been able to master it, but the little that I've practiced has paid dividends in my life. I would love it if you could experience the same. So to sum up, I'm appreciating and in love with the beauty of the Tao. This no thing I can't see, can't hear, can't touch. This thing that's always in motion between existence and non-existence. And this thing that isn't yesterday, isn't tomorrow, but is always now and here. So to wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering no thing and now here, I thought about three things. Number one, how the Tao is like a shadow. Number two, how the Tao is always in motion from nothing to something and back again. And number three, how the Tao is now. For the final piece of this episode, I thought it might be appropriate to do a quick guided meditation. The idea behind this meditation is to observe and appreciate that which isn't 
rather than that which is. I'm so looking forward to sharing this with you. It's one of the more formative meditations I've done that's helped me to experience the Tao in a capacity that was greater than before. As is with any meditation, you should not listen to this or participate if you are driving or operating heavy machinery. If meditation isn't your thing, that's okay. I want to thank you for coming this far with me, and I'll see you in the next episode. If meditation is your thing, let's go ahead and get started. You should find a place that is quiet and comfortable. You can be sitting, standing, lying down, or even walking. I'd like to sit with my eyes closed, but that's just my preference. You can do what makes you feel good. Let's go ahead and get comfortable now and take a few deep breaths. On your own, go ahead and breathe. That's good. Let's notice our breath for a moment. The way it feels coming into your nostrils, the way it travels down into your lungs, the expansion of your lower body. Let's pause and watch it leave now, out the way it came. Where's the breath going? How's it feel when we let it out? Let's set our intention now for this meditation. Let's request that the Tao show us something that we may not have experienced or considered before. That's right. Let's be open and willing to set aside anything we think we know about the Tao or ourselves or what experience we're going to have. And a moment of gratitude for being able to be in a time and place where we are open and ready to receive. Thank you. I'd like you to take a few moments now and become aware of the sounds around you. Is the fridge running? Cars honking or going by? Do you hear people? Or your own breath? Just allow yourself to become aware of the sounds that make up your environment. Now I'd like you to consider all the sounds running at once. Is there one of them that's a lower constant sound? Maybe the running of a fan somewhere? The natural audio background of this podcast maybe? Notice how there is a sound underneath all of it. The sound that makes everything possible. That's right, the sound of silence. 
Let's sit with this sound underneath the sounds for a moment. Isn't this the inaudible Tao? Can we take a moment to appreciate it? As it gives birth to new sounds? Kind of like the auditory canvas upon which the artist paints. Let's move on to our thoughts. Notice how they speed up or slow down, depending on which state of mind you're in right now. Notice how your thoughts keep going. Isn't there a background there too that they project upon? What's the name for that background? What does it look like, sound like, or feel like? Notice how that backdrop to our thoughts is always there, always on, always giving us new thoughts to generate. That background, that stillness, that's the Tao. Now let's consider our breath again, maybe our heartbeat. Notice the always in motion, never ceasing part of it. We're always breathing and our hearts are always beating. With each in breath and out breath, can we feel our life force under all of it? It's quietly going in the background, not making itself known, just being. And our heartbeats. Can we take a moment to appreciate the thing that seems to keep it going? The unnameable sensation of the knowing that you're alive. Hasn't this feeling been with you your entire life? There's a sort of permanence to it all, isn't there? When we take a moment to notice this, we become aware of the eternal Tao, the unnameable thing that is always in motion, always on, and that's always been there. Let's just sit with this for a moment. Feel free to pause now and come back when you're ready to close out the meditation with me. We'll go ahead and come back now. Let's notice our breath again. In, out. Let's notice our thoughts always going, always doing what they do. Let's notice our heartbeats, our fingers and toes. Maybe wiggle them around a little. Go ahead and open your eyes now. Look at the things around you. See how they too are expressions of the Tao. How they exist 
only because the Tao is the no-thing, now-here backdrop, against which they are projected. Appreciate their beauty. Appreciate their somethingness. I'll leave you with gratitude and love. Thank you for listening today. We'll go ahead and close out the episode with a final reading of verse 14, translated by Jia Fu Feng and Jane English. Look, it cannot be seen. It is beyond form. Listen, it cannot be heard. It is beyond sound. Grasp, it cannot be held. It is intangible. These three are indefinable. Therefore, they are joined in one. From above it is not bright. From below it is not dark. An unbroken thread beyond description. It returns to nothingness, the form of the formless, the image of the imageless. It is called indefinable and beyond imagination. Stand before it and there is no beginning. Follow it and there is no end. Stay with the ancient Tao. Move with the present. Knowing the ancient beginning is the essence of Tao. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.